Welcome back to the Free Game Producer Podcast. My name is Brian Andre. I'm here in the Bandwidth Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, and I've got the super producer, the multi-platinum producer, the five-time number one Billboard Hot 200 producer, yeah. Will Power in the building. What up, homeboy? We back, we back. What up, man? What it do, bro? How you doing, man? Hey, man, chilling, man. I got a guest with me today, man. I see, man. I, I see. We don't, we, don't, we don't know if we're going to keep him. Uh, there's no name for him. He just hanging out today. Say what up, cuz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, man. What's cracking, though? Not much, man. Just uh, working hard, man. Just working hard, man. Yeah. You know, sitting here, you know, trying to get things moving like we wanted to move. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? What's up with you? Man, busy week, man. Just been kind of trying to, like, uh, rebrand, you know what I'm saying, regroup, get to know some new people, man. You know, try to get. Uh, my name back out in these streets, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, and I'm what we doing. I said it before. I'm gonna say it again, man. Willpower is out here working. Yeah. So if you're an artist, want to work, man. You're yeah. a producer, want to collab. If you anybody want to be a part of the willpower movement, I just read the accolades, right? Yeah. I just read what you're dealing with here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hit up management at willpower.com. Yeah. You can DM me at Brian Andre. Let's get it, man. Yeah. We, Shameless plugs. You it, know what I'm saying? On our own it's shit. No shame at all because. <laughs> It's about that time. It's about time folks uh, understand what's going on. You know, I put a post up the other day about people. You got to remind folks sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm cool. You know, I go, man. I'm just, you know, I I don't think I'm in a position where I, you know, I could care less either way. I appreciate the the hustle. But for me, it's just work, man. You know what I'm saying? And and we we playing around here real heavy. And, you know, we plan our work and we work our plan. That's how we do. For sure, man. For sure, man. I'm super cool. For sure, man. I mean, like I said, I just remember a time when there weren't plaques on the wall. You know what I'm saying? There's plaques all over this motherfucker. And we still got to order plaques. Yeah. We ain't even ordered yet that's supposed to be on the wall. Yeah, man. So we ain't playing around here. Let's get (laughs) it. We're not playing, man. Um, (laughs) Man, we we on a mission, (laughs) goddammit. Real quick, man. Not a a whole lot of new music came out. I know the Nicki Minaj, Corey Ray, Ray, uh, Joint came out. Collabo? Yeah, a, yeah. Few, a few singles came out, but no, no real projects came out uh, current. But it is some OG projects. Cypress Hill got a whole project out um, produced by Black Milk. Shout out Detroit, man. Dope Whoa. produced from Detroit, man. Whole project called Back to Black. And uh, posthumously, uh, Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest uh, got a posthumous album that came out uh, with uh, Beats by Jay Dilla, Knots, Knife Wonder, man. So go check that out, man. Those are uh, new music that came out. Yeah. One thing I thought was kind of funny, man. Was uh, Pusha T did a diss song for Arby's uh, commercial? <laughs> I saw that. Explain to me what this is, man, because this dude is making a killing, man, with jingles out here. So yeah, a lot of people, yeah. don't, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people don't realize he, um, you know, he did that that uh, McDonald's jingle. Well, that's the thing. One that, of them, anyway. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. Uh, basically, um, a few years ago, the whole ba da ba ba ba, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. I guess that was a song. That Justin Timberlake did, but that the clips were on or Push Pusha T was on. He was yeah. on that song. So he actually was part of that. <clears throat> and I guess it was like a one time payment or something like that. He didn't really get residuals off of off of it. Yeah. But he played a part in that song coming out. Right. So he kinda like uh I guess felt the way about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fast forward, Arby's had that commercial, We Have the Meats, right? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's a Pusha T song. What? Yeah. So Pusha T, you know, <clears throat> Got paid off that as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, now uh, I guess he, well, Team Arby's now, and he had a whole diss track uh, 
basically Arby's got a new fish sandwich out, right? Stop. Arby's got a new fish sandwich out, right? <clears throat> and they're like, uh, this in the McDonald's fish fillet. Horrible. And listen, as far as hip hop disses go, this is a dope act. It's a good diss record. It's, a, it's like a, you know, by like hip hop lyrical standards, he dissed the fuck out of this McDonald's fish oh, fillet sandwich. God, bro. <laughs> Cool. And he kind of like you know I gave y'all the you know I started y'all I, I made y'all hot with the with the bada with the I'm loving it now I'm about to destroy y'all and this is a pretty dope track uh, I man. gotta check it out that's crazy yeah, as a matter of fact I'm on my diet but I I was ready to go to Arby's to try this fish try out this. you know what I'm saying because <laughs> the commercials the commercial for it they showing the fish sandwiches and comparing them and, and Arby's shit do look like it's better you know what I'm saying <laughs> and he dissing the heck out of it man so uh, I'm trying to see man, who produced that song man but it's a dope. It's a dope, uh, you know, a dope <laughs> diss song. If, if you heard it, man, let me know. You know what I'm saying? In the um, what was we what was we talking about earlier, man? Before the, before we jumped on air, we said we was gonna talk about it again. Um, <clears throat> today, yeah, you and I we was talking about something, man. We was like, we gonna we gonna speak on that. Uh, oh, I should have oh, done it. Oh, 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 it was um, it was it was Kanye. Not being there to perform at the Grammys. Oh, it's, it's on here. I, I got yeah, it. Yeah, okay, cool. I got yeah, it. That was my next, since you just transitioned into yeah. it. So apparently Kanye West um, was removed. You know, he's nominated for Album of the Year and Rap Album of the Year hmm. for Donda, um, Donda album. Yeah. Um, dope album. Yeah. But um, apparently, like, he's supposed to perform as well. But because of his erratic behavior. Now, now the Grammys have, haven't came out and made an official statement, but Kanye's people have already said they told him not to come. Yeah. He can't come. So... He's basically been removed from the Grammys. Now, I don't know how I feel about that, but I do know I've publicly said I'm not a fan of his online behavior. Yeah, with uh, towards like the mother of his child, and I'm not even saying he's wrong or right in the, in the disputes. I just don't think how he's handling it is right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that like when you talk shit about people and bully people, yeah. I mean, all, all bets are off. Yeah, and I think he got the right one because yeah, he you ain't gonna bully no street nigga. You know, you gonna, gonna bully little weak. Yeah, quote unquote. I say quote unquote. Weak Pete Davidson. Yeah, seemingly weak Pete Davidson. Yeah, you ain't gonna do that to no real nigga, man. Like, right. cause this might be some problem. So yeah. I just don't like his. You behavior. saw where Soldier Boy tapped in. Yeah, yeah, like, and and I don't like how. <laughs> and you y'all know I love Game. Game, my favorite rapper, man, in the world. I love Game, man. And if you out here, Game, you the you, you the best rapper, man, going in my generation. <laughs> Troll King, though. Yeah, but I just don't like how everybody's just jumping in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. I don't know. But anyway, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, uh, I don't know how I feel about him being removed from the Grammys, though. Because, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, it's just kind of, Well, know. I mean, it's not like the Grammys don't already have experience with him being off at a Grammy. But what does it like, have, have to do with him performing at the Grammys? All I don't think stuff. I don't think that does. I think what really have more, more to do with it is the fact that, like, you know, his episode with Taylor Swift. That was a Grammy show on national television. Was that the, what's that? The MTV, right? MTV Awards, I think. Nah, that uh, it was a video. Was it was it? a video. I think it was oh, MTV Awards. you like might be right. You year. might still, still. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a war. It's an it's award, a show. award show, and yeah. you know, whatever. I, I but but what I was I was laughing at is just that like Dame Dash, you know. Was like yo, let's create our own show. We don't need the Grammy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm over here like, bro, we blew that, bro. We had the Source Awards, man. Yeah. And shit, that shit was that shit became like down there gang territory. Man, the way niggas was acting. They had in LA and DJ Quick had to sue him or something. Yeah. It was a big incident. 
They had all kind crazy. of fights and Suge Knight and all that stuff. Bro, like, I mean, so many classic, like, beef moments happened. I mean, that was where, you know, I, that's where Outkast, you know, they claim the South got something to say. Shame, like, yeah. it's all, like, it's, I mean, it was a great, it's great for history, but at the end of the day. The Vibe Awards, like, Dr. Dre getting the check at the Vibe Awards. Come on, man. You know what yeah, nah, like, the Grammys, I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's a huge difference between what that looks like yeah, and what a hip hop event would, you know would look like. So, yeah, you know, it's whatever. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like um, I kind of feel like I always felt in terms of as a culture we have to like get the bullshit out. Yeah, and some people say it's the music. It's not the music. Yeah, you can rap about shooting and killing as long as you understand. As long as as a coach, as a culture we have an understanding that that is entertainment. That is strictly for the booth. Yeah, it is strictly from you know entertainment purposes. In real life, this is we conduct ourselves a certain way, and I think yeah. we, we got to stop perpetuating this idea that rappers have to live their raps outside of the booth. We have yeah, to stop but, doing that, bro. Yeah, but I don't know that people. I agree with you, but this is the part I don't agree with. Some of these niggas really is they really hood. Well, they like, it, it really is. Well, what they it shouldn't is. be in. They shouldn't be doing. It's no place for them, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you, but you can't. Like, that's. I don't think so. You definitely can't discriminate that because. But you, you, you got to. They learn. can make all the money out the culture. They can make all the money out the but you, bullshit, but, but you, they don't. They're not allowed to be. Well, that's you know. different. That's different. That's a whole another, another yeah. conversation. But I'm saying you have to be allowed to like, be authentic. Keep your authenticity. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. The fact that you're from the streets and you yeah. may have, may have lived that life before. And you are talented enough to put it in music form. It's great. That's the best artist. Yeah, the but that's sort of artist. But but you have to understand, <laughs> like you got. If you want to be in the music, if you want to come in in our circle, yeah, you have to know how to transition. Yeah, but like okay, so I hear you on the gangster shit. But that same shit applies to Kanye West, who, like we you just saying that you don't know if it's fair that he shouldn't be there. But he's the same. To me, it's the same thing. It's we don't know how you gonna act. So that's the reason why we don't want your ass on the TV show. Sort of, but in my opinion, my when you've seen Kanye West swing on somebody or, or attack somebody. Oh, I ain't talking about swinging. I'm just talking about in general. Like that, All like this to stuff me, is just, you know, it's yeah, just like, verbal. Yeah, but 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 I did watch him like walk on stage, man, and uh, you know, and disrespect the person at one of their highest moments. Yeah. And just be whatever he was and not give a fuck how nobody felt about it. So that to me, that's I mean, what's the difference? At the end of the day, the show is disrupted, whether it's through violence or through bullshit. You know, it is what it is. I think that, you know, I think that it is what it is. Like, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna include gangster music or gangster energy and shit, you also have to be prepared to, for them to show up when it's time for whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, from a practical standpoint, yeah, you have to be, be aware of that. But I think we got to 
go a bit deeper and just cut that shit out, bro. Like when they were making a Godfather or Scarface or King of New York, like they wasn't worried about Al Pacino. Okay. After the, after so filming, let me ask this question: going and, and, and <laughs> killing niggas. So and, is this and, the ordering hits on? Is this the older mature? Brian speaking on this. I said or, this in 2016 when we were in, when we recorded. No, I ain't, I'm not. Even then, even then, <laughs> even then, is that the mature? Because you gotta remember, bro. Like the reason this shit is still even relevant is because this is what the young people want. Like the young people are listening to this reckless shit and the wild and the wild and shit. And that's the thing. I'm 42, bro, and yeah. it's like a lot of our favorite OG rappers are in their late 30s and 40s. They should be the ones setting the example. I get it, man. Young, they got to, you know, they're the gatekeepers in a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can argue it's no gatekeepers, but you know what I'm saying? In a sense, they're the ones that are like the OGs. They acting the fool. Yeah. They acting the motherfucking fool. And it's crazy. Like, they're, they ought to be the ones that are like that. Yeah, I don't think it's no, I don't really think it's a, I don't think it's an age limit. I don't think it's no limit to it. I think it's whoever, it's like whoever is what they are, that's what they're going to be, whether we invite them to a major show or not. It doesn't matter. What but, I'm saying, you But like if, let's say, Tupac, for instance, who at, at, you know, he was at the top of the culture during his era, but he was certainly with the bullshit. And rest in peace, rest in peace is no longer with us no more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And maybe if somebody would have like, you know, Institute, you know, if we had, because back in the nineties, it was the term was he a studio gangster. He remember that he a studio gangster. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And everybody, oh he, that was such bullshit, bro. You yeah. supposed to be, you, you're supposed to be a gangster in the studio. You supposed to make the best records when you when right. you leave when you leave the studio. You are supposed to like conduct yourself in a way. That yeah, I don't know, up. bro. I'm gonna tell you this, man. And if we are gonna blame anybody, we gotta blame them all because hip hop doesn't give you a rule book like. You're influencing younger people with what you're talking about and what you're doing. No question. So but we got to tell them it's it's just it's just, it's just yeah, music. but you can't though. Like that's almost you can. You nah, can you this, can't. This is just music. This is music. This is not. I, I seen the interview. Shout out to Million Dollars Worth the Game when they had my Detroit guys, uh, Ice Wear Vezo and Peasy was on there, and I re, I reposted the clip and then didn't get no nobody said nothing about it and nobody yeah. even even recorded that viral clip. But they sat up there and said, "Look, this is just music." This is we we you know we used to live this stuff, but we we don't live this outside, and we gotta basically we're saying what I'm saying. Yeah. But that type of shit we don't champion that type of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't champion that. But that's that message should be loud and clear because as a community, yeah, I we don't gotta know. stop it because we're gonna keep killing each other to, to try to you're gonna be dead, you're gonna be in jail. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Some of the hottest rappers are in jail right I'm, now. I'm gonna say this, bro. Like, if you put it in a song, this what you gotta remember, dog. You could go out there and say that on on an interview or two or 20 or 30. Still don't mean nothing to a kid who didn't see the interview. Because if the kid is listening to the music every day. That's what I'm saying. We have to start a movement. We have to, like, make it a thing yeah. where this is entertainment, bro. You can't keep losing people. And we, we just interviewed uh, Will the Fool. He had a dope record with King Vine. We talked mm-hmm. about King Vine. This shit is senseless. It's senseless and it's self-inflicted. You know, so we're doing this to, our, to ourselves. We got enough problems, not to get all political and pump my fist up, but we got enough problems with the outside world. But ain't but one way to fix that, though. But, like, but, but what I'm saying is <laughs> the, 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 the 
the traditional argument is stop rapping about it. The kid, no, it's it's fine. It's entertainment. I like. I, I get. I lift my weights to that shit. To you know, I, I, yeah. I, I, I The music is cool. Just but, like just like I love action movies. It's fine. The problem is outside the booth. You get you you perpetuate. You, you know, it's like wrestling. You got people. You want them to believe that you're just gangster. No, we, we, we want to believe that you're authentic and you, what you're saying, that you know about it, that you may have seen it, you may have lived it. That's what we care about. We don't we don't want you actually out here killing each other. We yeah, don't I don't that. know. I don't really know how you're gonna do. I don't know how you. Ex, I don't know how anybody expects that. Other than how about just about every rapper saying, "Look, we, this ain't what we're doing. Stop." Yeah, we, but that's we ain't not. Trying but to you, kill you missing my point, bro. Like if, like if my son gets a hold to his favorite rap record, and it's full of the gangster shit. And he don't watch all that other shit. He don't ever see that. Unless it's on the album, like at the beginning of the album no, or the end. If, of, if, he's like, a big, if he's a big fan of, of, let's say, Rapper A, he will watch everything Rapper A does, including Rapper A's Instagram. And Rapper A is always telling y'all, this is just music. Rapper A is is making it. But you're shaking your head because Rapper A know that he'll be viewed as pussy if he, if he, if he said that. Of course. That's the whole that's point. That's the problem. That's the problem. We got to stop that in our community, bro. You're not a pussy. Nah, you know you, what I'm saying. You're not, you're you're right about we gotta, what it really is. We have to you're, stop that mindset. I think you're wrong though in thinking that you can create a certain type of music and it not be portrayed as that. Like it is what it is. It if can it's, be if we, it can be if we as a culture. Stop it's just the like to me. It's just like the rappers who rap about being rich that aren't really rich. Like, bruh, you rapped and said you was rich, or. In some instances, the rappers who act like they not gay, but they really gay. Like, bro, this is a lie. Like, at the end of the day, bro, you either are what you say you are on these records or you're not. So my thing is, like, the only way to, like, change this is to maybe stop putting so much gangster music on, I guess. Nah. Here's what, here's what, I, I don't know what else to do because you can't, you can't retract bro like that's just not how life works like we man not NBA, N, nwa man and i'm going i'm just doing some throwback shit but sure, like them niggas bro them, it, it took the niggas being in damn their kid movies and being grown-ass 50 year old men before people started to realize that that was some bullshit but what you gotta understand though will <laughs> i don't think your examples are practical because being rich and being rich you know what i'm saying and being gay you can do that and be fine you can you, be gangster and do that too. No, you fine. can't. You, you cannot be an active gangster and survive. You're going to get killed like a lot of rappers are, and you're going to be in jail like a lot of rappers so are. So what we saying, like either you're an active gangster or you're acting. And if you're acting, then you don't need to be rapping about it. Why not? Why? Because you it's, it's who you are. You you come from that. Yeah. You come no, from that. I don't that. agree with that. I, I think so you, that. So you're saying that. You saying that if you rap about it, you got to do it, bro. I'm saying that you got to be active in that no, life. No, what I'm saying is, yes, if that's you ridiculous, in a, bro. You that think it's ridiculous. ridiculous? So you think that people are it's signing not practical, up, bro? They're gonna die, bro. They're already dying. That's the point. That's what I'm. That's the point. But that's by choice, bro. You can't go out in the streets and tell people that I'm a gangster and never think that nobody's gonna try to check you on your gangster. I'm sorry. Like, there's no way around it, bro. Even, even the NWA niggas, bro, niggas got challenged and checked yeah, all the way why, through their career. That's why you, as a, as a citizen, as any me and you, we we gotta protect ourselves when we when we leave out the building. We gotta 
you know, and right. and and at that level, you got secure, you got measures, you got security, you got measures, you, you got shit in place. Yeah, for but that. you can't. What I'm saying, but is you don't got to walk around talking about you, you know, acting like, oh, you talk shit about me, I'm gonna blow your head, like. That's that's not practical. You're Bro, gonna, what, you're to me, go, what's not practical? You're gonna go to jail is, and you're gonna die. This is what I would tell any <laughs> or, some, or somebody around you is gonna get killed. <laughs> I hear you, bro. But let me tell you, bro. I don't agree. The I reason disagree. I don't agree because I'm like, bro. If you don't want to be perceived as a rapper or I mean as a gangster or a killer, then don't rap about it. I don't care if it's around you. I don't care. If that's not you. That's bullshit. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is authenticity is important. If you just totally like was in the Mickey Mouse club all your life. And all, all of a sudden you were, but if you're authentic, maybe you used to live it. That's all I'm talking like, about. Like 50 cent. We, we knew we loved him because we knew that nigga was authentic. He got shot and he, but it's like, if he was to go, <laughs> if he was to go around and like, what we talking about because perpetuate nigga, that bro, even today, 50 can't go in certain hoods. Even rich as he is, the shit that he been through, the shit he did. Well, it's smart. That's just, that's just a smart. It's not smart. It's gangster. It's street shit. It's like, bro, there's still some street niggas who want to. So, probably, so willpower thinks that if you're a gangster, you should still be a gangster. Why? I think that if you're ridiculous. a gangster, you shouldn't. Ra- either you, if you decide to rap about being a gangster, bro, we almost just waiting for some gangster shit to happen. That's the way I look at it. Or don't rap about it. Like, bro, if you can rap, you don't have to rap about gangster shit. You could be a gangster and not rap about your gangster shit. You could, but 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 you, you also you also if you're from that environment, maybe you were around it or you or you right. used to do it and you're good at it, you should you should be free to rap about whatever you so want. So you about. so so your theory is say it on a record, but go preach that it ain't real. Like this don't I don't really live like this. Don't don't do this. Yes. Nah. Who gonna do that, bro? If 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 enough people did it, it <laughs> I, I, hey, for the record, I disagree 100% with willpower. <laughs> you niggas at home, if you rapping gangster, don't try to live it. Bro, I'm you, telling you y'all home. niggas at home. Okay? I, I'm want y'all to, I, I, okay. I want y'all to live. I want y'all to grow old. Bro, I, I want, want y'all to, niggas to live to too. Rich. But, but I also realize, niggas, that if you choose to do this, this is what you're going to get. Bro, you just, you, we you, was just talking you about You can't the, expect Kodak Black to do gospel rap tomorrow. No, nah, I can't. can't expect that. But I, but I want Kodak Black to live, though. I want him to stay, yeah, stay but, the fuck out of jail. Right. But if Kodak don't want to go to jail, then Kodak should have never started rapping about that shit and oh my, being that nigga. Like, oh, that's, my gosh, bro. But this shit is simple, that's bro. That's ridiculous. No, it's not, bro. bro. No, it's not. Bro. So this what you think. So you telling me that because. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nah, bro. You want niggas to just rap about it and still be it. No. No, I'm I want saying you to rap nigga, about it. I'm saying rap about it. You don't got to move like, like you don't, you don't got to move like some B. Some I'm square. not saying that you shouldn't rap about it and not be it. I'm saying how the fuck are you supposed to separate the two? Easy. You like can't. Let, let it be listen. Protecting yourself is not trying to be a gangster. Protecting yourself is just regular. Look, I'm going to protect myself. What we talking about? We talking about what, music. What I'm bro. saying is, if if people want to try me, that's a different story. If well, if somebody tried you when you walk out the door, you go handle your business, right? Yeah, but that's I'm that's, not, that's normal citizens. That's being a normal. Yeah, person. but guess what? If I'm standing outside and I say I don't fuck with no crips, no bloods, or some shit, I say some crazy shit on the record or on this podcast, and I go outside and the nigga that I was talking about or the group of people I was talking about was outside waiting on me, that's on me, dog. I can't go outside and say I wasn't really, I didn't really mean that. You gotta I have to know that, well, bro. You, you, you gotta understand that being a rapper, period, is a target on your back, and nah, you gotta man. have stuff in place. That's in general. You can be. B, rap- listen, man, you can't 
that's called consequences. It's life, my nigga. Yes, but you you're right, and you gotta be ready for that. But also, also you're saying, y'all can try me if you want to. But I'm just letting you know that that's just music. But you you can still try me, and and we'll see what happens. Who gonna but, do that though? But like, this is just nobody, this is just bro. Not one rapper that's gangster well, in the history of what gangster I'm rap you is, is out here. What saying I'm telling it. you, there's plenty of rappers that that have said it before. What? But they but they don't get no. I know niggas no that have retired. I know niggas that has no. said that say, listen, my life has changed. I ain't on that no more. But I don't know not one. But listen, you could ask Ice T right now about his pimping days. He's still gonna say, nigga, I'm still pimping. I'm just pimping differently. That's all they gonna say. You could talk to you could probably talk to 50 Cent right now. He's gonna say, I'm still gangster. Hey, if you're watching this at home, I'm not gonna argue with him no more. I made my point. You can you can make your own decision. Yo. You can make your own decision at home. Well, I'm out. I said what I had to say. Yeah, I ain't gonna keep repeating myself. Shit ride, dude, I don't keep repeating myself, bro. Listen, man. I said what you can you at home ladies can and just, gentlemen can decide what you how you think it should be. So go. sign up for for gangster rap with a um with a I ain't really gangster clause. Hit the free game button for me. Free gang. <laughs> we out. Free gang. Yo, who we got on the show though? Don't die. Okay, don't go to jail. Definitely right? don't die. I'm but not listen, with that shit either. But listen, uh, we got Will the Fool coming up, man. Dope interview, man. Dope guy from Atlanta. Yo, you know, so he produced Tony Montana. He got this one going down in his future. It should go down because I, I want those type of things to get attention. I want that message to get out there. So I hope this shit go around because I'm tired of. I've said this five years ago when Troy Ave and Troy Ave and Taxstone got their shit yeah. and, and R.P. Banger. I said it on that podcast. Yeah, listen. That episode. Like, and, and I say it for clarity. I say it, I nobody say it every saying, year a couple but, of times. But I, see, keep see that's it. the thing. For clarity, nobody's saying join rap to get yourself killed. Bro, we we you said your piece. I said my piece. We don't got to yeah, go back and forth, bro. I don't know about your piece, man. It's cool. I bro. know about it, bro. I'm, I'm trying look, <laughs> don't yo try that stuff at home. Bro, your favorite rappers are gangsters. Your favorite rappers are gangsters, bro. The game is your favorite rapper, bro. He's a gangster, dog. Like, you think he out here telling niggas I'm not really gangster? Hey, we got Will the Fool coming up, y'all. We got Will the Fool coming up after this. <laughs> it was a dope interview, man. Shout out right, to Will man. the Fool, man. Free game podcast. Free game you know podcast. <laughs> I'm not backing down off that, bro. I'm telling you. You ain't got to. I'm because trying to make and, the point, and, and, and Whenever rappers say it, it don't get no traction. I could, I could give you dozens of clips of rappers coming out and saying, look, we ain't on it. Rick Ross is. What up, though? Welcome back to the Free Game Producer Podcast. We got a very, very, very special guest, a dope-ass producer, man. You know, I'm talking about future Tony Montana. The hood you know? overlord. <laughs> the hood overlord. You know what I'm saying? Uh, future Tony Montana, man, uh, worked with both Gucci and Jeezy and uh, Rod Wave, Lil Durk, yes, King Von, you know what I'm saying? Super dope. Multi-platinum producer, number one billboard producer. We got Will of Fool in the building. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm, I'm doing good. Doing good. I can't complain, man. You know, busy, busy, busy. Yes, sir, Everything man. Yes, sir. Yep. Put put a uh, mic down just a little bit, uh, with a fool, man. There you go. Oh, okay. There it is. That was right, you in the mic. All right, all right, all right. There it is. There yeah, it is. Man. Okay, bro. It's been a minute, man. I ain't talked to you, man. Gotta be since like maybe. 2013, maybe 2012. Man, it's, it's been a long time. It's yeah. been a minute, man. Mm -hmm. I'm I, I'm super stoked though because I've been just kind of going through the uh, discography, man, and being like, damn, bro, boy, I've been still getting to it, man. Oh yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story, man. Like, you know, we were talking a little bit off, you know, camera about 
how old you were, man, when mm-hmm. you got your first placement. Like, yeah, I was like 18, I think yeah. 19, something like that. Are you from here, in, in, from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm from the west side, yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Who are your influences uh, coming up? Man, really just me, for real. Like, yes, sir. Yeah, me, for real. Like, nice. I ain't really had none, for real, for real. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When did you start, uh, you know, the music, making beats? Uh, well, really, I started music, like, generally just um, doing music, like, at six years old. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, like, my my grandma, she had me doing, like, uh, piano lessons and stuff like that at six. Oh, nice. But, like, I I don't know. I don't know what made me stick with it, but I stuck with it, man. And, shoot, look at where we at. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so is that like your primary instrument or like, you know, do you like to go to keys first or like what um, would you say is your. M- well, mainly I do. Um, I play the piano and I play string instruments like the cello. Oh, nice. Stuff like that. So I, I never really like dibbled and dabbled into like the brass and stuff like that. But okay. those like t- my two main, you know, my two main go tos. Yeah. You know? Super dope. Yeah. That's crazy. Now. I read a story, and we were talking about this off off uh, off mic yeah. earlier. Yeah, that you were working at the Embassy Suites Hotel as a chef. Mm-hmm. At one of those, 16, 17, something like that. I was like, yeah, like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, and you uh, yeah. just quit. Just took your money. Man, quit, I got tired. Yeah, I got tired of that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired of that, man. It was it was the life of me. Right. And, but in but in the process of me quitting, I like when I quit the job, I didn't have any money. Okay. I was actually in the process of uh, I had bought studio equipment and all of that. So in the, you know, while I was you know leaving like leaving work, I would crank up the studio. Okay. So man, one day I just said, man, you know, I'm a cold turkey this shit, man, and just quit and just you know what I mean. I I feel like if I had a plan B, the you know the music wouldn't have worked the way it did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I just cold turkey like. So when you make this work, so he, so here's the thing: Did you? Had you already had a placement before you quit, or you just was like, "I'm going for it"? Um, I think I had a placement already. Yeah, I had a placement already with the rich kids. Y'all familiar with the rich kids? Yes, sir. Yeah, I had, a, I had, a, I had a placement at the time. Um, the song was called "Bend Over." You okay? Yeah. So, in the midst of all of that, it was I just cold turkey the job. Boom, just made the studio work. And in the midst of me doing that, like the studio stuff. You know, word of mouth was getting around because at the time it wasn't a lot of producers, and you could actually go record at their house at the time. So yeah. now you got everybody with a MacBook. They can right, crank right, up. Right. You could crank up, boom, right here at McDonald's if you want to and record. Yeah. So now it's just so more saturated. It's more producers, and you know they have more access to uh, somebody to record now. But at the time it wasn't that many. That's you know right. What I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So like the word was getting around, like. Psh, I got everybody pulling up to the crib now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So That's fire, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, everybody pulling up to the crib like, shoot, you name it. Rocco, Future, Big Bank Black, Alley Boy, they all pulling up to the house. Like, Bank will pull up and come get a CD. Future will come. He will come record. Or he come get a CD or something like that. Rocco will come get a CD. You know what I mean? So, everybody pulling up to the crib. In the hood, though, they pulling that up to the truck. That is super like, fire, bro. That's <laughs> they crazy. They pulling up to the hood. Like, yeah. How, every, huh? how did these relationships even start, though, with, with um, the Futures and the Roccos and, and these folks? Um, Man, okay, y'all familiar with Johnny Seco? Yup. Okay, we had a song. Um, It was bubbling in the hood the, uh, in the city called Ask Your Ho About Me. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was a, it was a, it was an underground, like, it was a, like, street anthem at the yeah. time. And Future, like, Future at the time, you know, he was still coming up. Yeah. 
but Johnny Cinco, he entered, he he put me on to me like, man, I got to get this dude Future on. He like, you know, Future. I'm like, I'm like, hell no, who that is? Right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. He like, man, don't worry about it. You know, I'm gonna have him pull up to the crib. So he came to the crib. First, before he came to the crib, he heard the song. Cinco sent him a song. He yeah. like, all right, I gotta get on in. Yeah. Wherever I gotta come record, I'm I'm coming. So he uh he pull up to the house, record the verse. He like, bro, I need some, I need some of that heat you got. Yeah. Boom, that was it. Right in. That there. was it. So he pull up to the crib, come get a CD, or I pull up to the studio, you know. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. that's crazy. <laughs> like he would come, like he would come to the crib. Like they, like it wasn't no other way to, you know. Yeah. Because at the time he was still coming up. Like at the time. He wasn't the future we know now. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He was yeah. still getting it out of the mud, just like I was. Yes, sir. So he would pull up to the crib. Him and his brother, them, they would pull up to the crib, come get a CD. Or we, he'd be like, man, come to Atlanta Street, drop out a CD, come, come bring some beats. Yeah. You know, so that, that's pretty much how our relationship started. See, that's dope, man. You know, that's some community shit. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody who's a producer, you know, wherever you from, you get hot where you at. You know what I mean? So... I think very seldom do we get producers to come on the show that are actually from the A mm-hmm. and actually came up out the hood with with the rappers that were coming up at the time too. So this is right. a really unique story, but it's one of the most real ones because this is the story that almost everybody in every hood has to, you know, has. Yeah. So like, cause my, my story is real similar. Like I was in my neighborhood and I got hot in my neighborhood at first before people ever knew what I was capable of doing. I was just doing all the work with all the rappers in the hood. Right. So, but you know, Future's like one of the biggest rap stars in the world now, so people forget that, you know what I'm saying, he was a local rapper at some point. Yeah. Crazy, bro. He definitely was coming through. Yeah. So with Tony Montana being kind of like the record that kind of put him out there, was that Mm -hmm. the same for you? Was that that the record that did it for you? Um, Yeah, like, nah, it it, it was was before Tony Montana, like the Dirty Sprite mixtape. That Dirty Sprite mixtape opened up so many doors. For me, man, like with rappers, man. What did you have on the door? What What did you do on the? Uh, I did, I did, I did about four or five on there. Come on, man. Yeah, I did Woo. about four or five on there, and um, man, that opened up the door. Like all the mixtapes he was dropping at the time, I was doing majority of the stuff on it. So yeah, man, that it opened up a lot. Of so doors, let man. so let all right. So just for the sake of conversation, mm-hmm. was there any business done on this, or was this just? I'm trying to get on. You trying to get on. Let's make some music. In the process, okay. So in the process uh, of us working, in the beginning, it wasn't paperwork like yeah put together for those mixtapes. It came after I guess he signed. Yeah. So when all of that, you know, all the stuff we done prior, they had to get the business done for. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of the stuff it was just mixtape stuff. Yeah. And. We just, I guess they just, you know, whatever, whatever. But some of the recent stuff that was, um, that that we did prior to him signing the deal, we did paperwork for. Yeah, and that's fine. But you know, I think my court, I and I, I think that's dope that it, it ended up becoming business for you. But mm-hmm. I think what I'm trying to get at is, you know, like most of these young producers are already coming in the game thinking they got to get a check as soon as they step in the game, like or as, as soon as they oh. run into an artist. But obviously, like you took a chance with yourself. You like yeah. look. Man, it might not be no money right now in this, you know. Yeah, luckily, yeah, for luckily sure. it paid off. Of course, you yeah, did the right sure. thing. But I think, you know, I think it's really dope to hear a producer say, you know, like you know, I, I was interested in working with Future 
because he was the hot dude in the streets and I was mm. the hot producer in the streets. Mm. But of course, there ain't no money right now. Like this was yeah, for that sure, wasn't it wasn't no money. It yeah. was no money at the time. Like, yeah. see, I think a lot of a lot of these up and coming producers they get it messed up. Like, you can't you can't come into this like thinking, oh, money, 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 money. Oh, I need money for this one. Nobody knows who you are. That's right. You're not. You're not. Uh, uh, a high like you're not in demand. You're not what's you. You know the the product that you have right now. Nobody wants. That's right. So what you got to do is you got to get out here. And you gotta you gotta um sell yourself to the to these to the consumers like the people that 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 are in the field that you in. That's right. That's that that need what you what you're trying to sell. That's right. So shoot, I was I was getting my beats away for free, but this is what I was doing. I was like, all right, you get a beat, man, but. You gotta come record. I'm gonna charge you though, yeah. but you can get this beat for free. That's how I was really getting my my. That was really how I was getting my um my my skills up. Yeah, I would make a beat like. A lot of times, you know, folks would come to the spot and um, they'll tell me like this. I right, well, I got a hook. Yeah, make a beat around. That's how I was getting my skills. Up. I was making on beats the around spot. the hooks on the spot. Yeah, and recording them. <laughs> ah, right, you get the beat though, but you got you got to um, pay to record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And sometimes, and sometimes I ain't even charge nobody. Like charge some to do in. I just do it. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just doing it. Yeah, so. I think that's brilliant, man. I think that that's that's that is what's missing nowadays. I think yeah. that you know everybody's under the impression that the music business is just gonna get you rich just nah. right off as soon as you enter it. Nah, and man. it's like, nah, bro, you got to build relationships. And mm. what a relationship, bro. That's crazy. Like, you were a part of the foundation of what everybody knows the artist to be future. You yeah. know what I mean? And God knows his career took off. Yeah, exposure is the main thing. So you got to, you, you, you want people to know that, you know, who you are and the stuff that you got is what they need. So, you gotta get out here. And you gotta you gotta move move and shake. Like it wasn't just at my crib. Like I had my crib. Like man, shoot, I used to get so tired. Like my phone was ringing. Like I used yeah. to get tired. Like but I had to realize like what I was what I did and what I was doing was working. This is the result of you know what I mean yeah. things happening in a positive way. Like this yes, this is really going the way it's supposed to go. So my phone gonna be off the chain. Yes, sir. So I had to understand that like. You know this this right here is, is going in the right direction, so you yeah. know it wasn't just me at the crib. I was going to other spots too, like moving around, getting my you know my face with me with other guys, and you know a lot of folks would would come to me or hit me up and take me to different places, like hey, you know, and they had different artists and stuff like that. So I know I know I was going in the, the right direction and things were going. You know what I mean? Yeah, going as planned. Yep. Yeah, that's fine, man. So like, all right, so you come out the Obviously, Drake was already hot at the time mm-hmm. when you you guys did the Tony Montana record. Yeah, what did that do for it? I mean, you know, it's one thing to be with Future, who was, you know, Atlanta's you know golden child at the time for right. sure, but then you end up with like the hottest rapper in the game on the record Man. as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> I ain't even I didn't really know how to take all that in for real. Yeah. Like I. I'm I'm so on the inside of it. I didn't really see the impact it was doing. Yeah, you know, from a distance. Yeah. So it didn't really, I didn't really, it didn't really hit me until, you know, I see the sent the Forty Nine ers They over here dancing to it at, you know what I mean? Yeah. Before they kick the ball, I'm like, <laughs> way over here, like in the bay, like, you know. So it didn't really hit me until I started seeing how 
how it was affecting people from a whole nother side of the, of the you know what I mean? Yes, sir. So. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's super, super, super dope. I yeah. think it's dope, too, how your future, your relationship with Future kind of continued mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. Up to the point to where I think one of Future's most recent albums, you did the Trapped in the Sun. Oh, yeah. And how, uh, yep. Up the River. And yep. legit. I'm not just saying this. Those are legit my two favorite songs on it. They were even before I knew way about this interview. Yeah, they were my two favorite songs. Oh so man, them were dope, man. So see, that's that's what I do it for, man. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like everything, everything that I touch and everything that I'm a part of. I want to make sure everything that I do, I want it to stand out from everything else that's on it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I, I I will always want to over. That's my mindset. Like I always want to you know, overpower or, you know, stand out from whatever else is on the album. Yeah. I don't want to just be one of those filler songs that blend in. I want everything to be a smash yeah. and everybody remember That's like, right, okay, man. you see how he, oh man, this, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I want to have everybody, you know, yeah. the listeners. I want everybody that's listening and looking forward to whatever I'm doing. I want it to stand out. Yes, sir. So I get in that creative mindset and that mold to create like that. So yeah. how did that relationship continue with, with, with him just getting so big? How did you stay connected throughout I mean, all the years? Yeah, we just we just stayed in touch. It yeah. wasn't nothing, nothing special. Nothing yes. special. We just stayed in touch. Like hit him up. Like you know, he hit me up. Um, recently, you know, he had a birthday party. Um, that was in you know last year, but I talked to him maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the other part of this, like relationships. We were talking Keep, about that last week. We were just about, talking about, it. about relationships. Yeah, yeah, it's so important, man. Like <clears throat> you know, very few people continue. It's like, man, once you get, because, you know, nowadays you might get a placement and never have met the artist, which mm-hmm. I understand that's hard to do, but your goal in any situation should be to get to know at least the team of the artist or the artist themselves. Yeah. Somebody you have to continue to talk to whenever you make a play. Yeah. Because artists are also creatures of habit. Like, you know what I mean? If they like you and they like the creation that y'all came up with, man, like, they're going to call you back. Like, it's easy sure, to... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they get that feeling just like we do. Like into we all got a song that reminds us of a time in our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it was something special going on in that time, bro, you never forget that song. Right. And so those experiences, like you making sure you was a part of his first hit records, like bro, that's a feeling you chasing from day one. Mm-hmm. For the rest of your career, you still trying to feel like it felt the first time you had that hit record. Right. So you know some artists are able to do it again, like Future. And so it's just really dope that you kept in touch, man, and that he, you know, he was real with it too and keeps in touch. So that shit's fire, bro. Yeah. So after, you know, 20 months time popping off, how did you navigate, you know, you end up getting placements, like I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, Gucci, Jeezy, uh-huh. like how did you uh, man, get these see, placements? Yeah, I had, I think my next, my next hit after that was, um, what was that? K-Camp, Cut Her Off. Come mm. on, man. Yeah, that was the next one. <laughs> but... All of that just opened up a lot. They like these these guys was hitting me up directly. So it wasn't no managers, it wasn't no middleman, no nothing. Like all these guys was just hitting me up. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah. Um man, I'm just blessed to even just have that, you know, going sure. on. Like for, sure. for them to really just respect my work enough to just say, you know what, I need him. And they'll hit me up personally. Like they'll hit me up on the gram or they'll Find a way to get my number or something like that. Man, it's that grit you got on them bitches, bro. It's just gritty, dog. <laughs> man, I, 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 man, it's a blessing for real. Like, yeah, for, 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 you know, 
I say, like you said, influence, like people influence, like Jeezy, Gucci, like them guys, like I, I get all their mixtapes. Like me and my brother, we would go down to mm. Underground. It was Underground Atlanta at the time. Yes, sir. They would have like the mixtapes and stuff like that. Yep. And Gucci, like Jeezy, they would have like all these mixtapes and stuff that would come out every so often. Yep. And shh, we would just listen to nothing but Gucci and Jeezy, like, so like them two guys, like, they had at one point the music game lock. on lock. Yeah, it was bro. lock for sure. It was, <clears throat> it was you like you was listening to one or the other. Yeah, or both. Yeah, or both. <laughs> yeah, like I remember like going to school like guy had like on the snowman t shirt. Yep, like they had this they they banned the t shirts from the school. Like you couldn't they wear. Did. Wow, you couldn't yeah, wear yeah. them because like man, Jesus had so much influence over the kids like. They like, man, whoever this guy is, like, man, we, <laughs> like, yeah. the kids, they, they all trap buddy yet, like, yeah. man, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. So hey. I how do them getting those placements? I remember uh, not too long after Gucci got out of jail, uh, he had the October record. Before, before, before Gucci went to prison, went to prison, he hit me up. He, he Man, it's a crazy story. I don't even know if I said this in the interview, bro. Uh, this man, it was so crazy, like, he um he hit me on Twitter. Yeah. So he like, Will, pull up to the studio. I'm like, all right, cool. I sent my number to him. I'm like, all right, bet, hit me. Yeah. He wouldn't hit my phone. Like he wouldn't text my phone. He was just hitting me on Twitter. Twitter He's like, like, nah. He like, nah. <laughs> I sent my I sent my phone on. He like, nah, just come to this address. So I'm like, is this really him? This is, I'm like, is this really him, man? Because I see the blue check and all that. I'm like, somebody hacked his page or something, right? So, so, man, I just, I just, I just, Jumped man, I just went for it, bro. Right? I just said, he sent me the address. I go over there, right? I go over there. He like, come through the gate. I'm like, wait, gate? I'm out front. It's a gate, though. But I don't know if it's the, the right gate. So he say, watch. Hit the thing, the gate open. I'm like, oh man, what? Okay, I'm going in the gate. He like, you got an engineer? All oh, this is on Twitter now. I ain't Come on no phone. <laughs> I ain't on no phone, right? So, so, so I get in the gate. I get out. I get out the car. Go through the gate. He like come to the back. I'm like, man, come on. Okay, I'm a hood. You can't, you know what I mean? It's, oh, I'm already man. awesome. But I'm like, whatever, whatever gonna happen, go happen. You know what I mean? So oh, he at the top, he had like at the top of the, it's like some stairs you have to go up in the back. Yeah. And he at the top, he like, what's up, Will? But he got, he got, man, he got a thing in his hand, this hand. He got strapped around. I'm like, man, this man is crazy. Man. I'm like, this man is crazy. He like, come up, but. Like, okay, now if you see a man with two two straps in his hand like this, he like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I ain't got no choice. <laughs> I ain't got no choice, but yeah, I go in there. I go in there. Crazy. He, um, <laughs> man, he had like all this nice liquor and stuff, you know, food and everything, like fridges mm-hmm. and stuff. Like he had like all the nice liquor and stuff, like clothes and stuff. He like, man. Like, well, whatever you want, man. You could just get it. You can get whatever you want. You know, food, liquor, you know. So I hear somebody making beats in in one room because it's like three rooms. Yeah. I'm like, damn. I'm like, who that making beats over there in the room? He's like, oh, that's C-Note. I don't yes, know. He's like, oh, that's C-Note over there. C-Note, C-Note done, um, making Friend beats the show. in there. Yeah. C-Note making beats in there. C-Note probably remember this story, man. But <laughs> he, I walk in there. He, I'm like, oh, shoot. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? He's like, man, what's going on? So 
Gucci like, man, he like, come over in this room right here. We're going to leave him alone. So we go in the next room, and uh, he said, man, call your engineer. And um, I called my boy Keith Dawson. I'm, I'm going to get in touch with him for you. Like, yeah. Keith Dawson, dope. Fine. Dope engineer. There it is. And um, I called Keith, and he could elaborate more on the story because it's crazy, man. Um, He pull up. Pull right up. Be like, I'm on the way. Shoot, I'm on the way. And uh, he pull up. Man, Gucci got... Gucci, uh, he reached in his pocket. I don't know if he reached in his pocket or something. Out of nowhere, he just had his wild load of money, right? Yeah. He like here. He said, uh, here, your engineer. He said, when he come, I'm gonna give him some. I'm gonna give him some too. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck is going on, right? I'm like, it's got to be a dream, right? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, he's here. He said, your engineer come. All right, huh? He pull up, get him some money too. He yeah. said, he said, uh, so he said, pull the beats up. So I pull up, man, look, I, I kid you not. I play one beat. I play one beat. He listened to it. Now, you know, it's like a, a couple, a few bars before the beat drop. Yeah. So you listen to it, beat drop one time, boom, pull it up. So I'm looking at Keith like, you know what I mean? Pull that like, bitch up, bro. Pull it up. <laughs> so he go in there, he knocked the song out. Keith mix it for a little bit. He's like, pull another one up. Same thing. Beat playing for like four minutes, four, uh, four, three or four bars. Beat drop. Boom, one time. Pull it up. I'm like, he heard, he must have heard his, the whole song all in his, like, head, in his head. But he had this book, though. He had a book that um he was re- um, reading off of in the booth. Yeah. We did two songs. And he said, um, he gave me that, he gave me some money and, and um, he like come back tomorrow. He said tomorrow, um, I'm gonna be here tomorrow, and I'm gonna give you some more money. And you gonna have him with you too. I'm like, if yeah, said, I'm gonna give you some more money too. I'm gonna give you some money too. I'm like, man, this, I'm like, shoot. I walk out of there. I got you know some some bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep like you know he got some bread too. So the next day he went to jail, and the that was when <laughs> the, next, the next day I think yeah he went to jail for that time. Oh, Oh that next day he went to jail for that time, and then shoot, he came home. You know what I mean? Shoot, it was on the pop. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Man, I'm talking about that was so crazy. Like, oh my god, that was a crazy bro. story. Man had guns in his hand. But Gucci is my favorite. That man had dog. like, it, like he had like a utility, like the Batman, <laughs> like like a utility. I'm like nothing but guns all around. I hope I ain't. You know what I mean? But right. yeah, he had nothing but guns. So that's that's crazy, bro. Um, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so here's my question, man. So, you know, that's 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. somewhere around <clears throat> in that area. Mm-hmm. And then we got we at 2022, uh, and you up on the Dirk album. Yeah. Like, how the hell did you pull that off? Like, how are you moving? Mm-hmm. You know, for so long and staying relevant like you yeah, are. I've been knowing dirt for 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 a long time. Yeah, I've been knowing dirt for a long time. Yeah. I say about, say I've been knowing dirt for about eight years. Yeah, I've been knowing dirt for about eight years. So like via internet or like no, nah, personally, like I you know calling right now, like yeah. personal. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so like, did y'all meet through music or like it Matt, just on- DJ bands? DJ bands, <clears throat> I think. They weren't in. I think they were in either in the process of moving to, to to the city, or they had already been here. Yeah. So um, we actually um, 
did, I'm trying to think, we ended up doing this song called Make It Out. Yeah. Um, me and Remy, another uh, producer, um, um, friend of mine, and we ended up doing this song called Make It Out. It actually, like, took him to a whole nother, like, level. Yeah. With, you know, with his situation and... I think they were either, like I said, they were either in the process of moving here or they were already living. Yeah. And bands hit me up. He like, hey, we at Main Street Studio. Can you pull up? Yeah. And this is my form of like meeting with them because all the time we had been like interacting was like either over over the internet. Yeah. So that was like when I f- formally met him at Main Street Studios. That's fine. And like that was maybe about eight years ago. So y'all just been building a relationship. Just been rocking like every time like. And, you know, he a real one. Like, every time, like, you know, he in the studio, he'll hit me like, hey, I need something. Like, and he he's all he's always had, you know, wanted me to be a part of everything he had going on, yeah. you know, um, project-wise. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, that's super dope, man. I mean, this is like one of the, you know, this kid is next. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He hitting right now. And, like, I see it growing i don't see it going no other way yeah out of all of the guys that you know because they had that whole wave at one point with chief keith and all and and, 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 you know he dirt was dirt was like the main one that stayed consistent like he didn't never let up like a couple a few of them you know they kind of i guess i don't know what was happening either it was business or what yeah yeah but i think you know dirt regardless of whatever you know business things you know that he may have dealt with or was going through you know, in that moment, you know, at that time, like he didn't let that stop his motion yeah. and he just kept going. Like, yeah, yeah, that's super fire, man. So, from like a, a technical standpoint, it's a producer podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some of the producer nerds like me at, at home wonder, like, what kind of what kind of software? What's your favorite software? And man, what's I, like your process? I use it all, man. Um, but no, nah, I mainly use Reason. But as of late, I've been I've been using Bro, FL. that's that's crazy. I just knew you was gonna say Fruity Loops or yeah. FL, but like you use Reason, bro. Yeah, well, you that's just, you're saying you're using FL a little bit more. Yeah, because it's a lot more. It's a lot more faster. It's a lot more faster, and yeah. you know you can like manipulate the drums and do you know a lot of stuff with the drums a lot faster yeah. on FL. Yeah, because like I have like I have to crank out so much, you know, because I don't like at, at a certain like point if I don't make enough, I won't have any, you know, tracks to give anybody because they keep they keep calling. Yeah, so it's like I gotta be able to have something that's gonna make me crank them out a lot faster. Yeah. yeah. So and reasons like it's reasons have their, you know, they got their own sound banks. You can't use these and other like yeah things itself for reason unless you doing some some rewiring or something like yeah, that. But right. reasons have <laughs> their own sound banks that you can't open up solely in anywhere. Yeah any other program because you know the other programs they use like vsts and stuff like that now reason uses vsts when they start maybe some years ago a couple years ago yeah but you know reason that's the unique thing about you know reason you know and a lot of you know um producers will hit me up and they will ask you know where you get your sounds from yeah you You can't really you you know reasons you know because you can't use them in fl or anything else yeah you know, so that's dope, man. Cause I, I got a couple friends that use it. <clears throat> I'm familiar with it. I've used it and I liked it, but um I had issues with the workflow. You know, mm-hmm. once you get used to kind of doing something on something else, I'm on Ableton, so mm-hmm. I kind of move a certain way and then, you know, like you said, the rewind and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff is like like too much going on. Yeah. You wanna be able to like 
in your creative mode, you don't want anything that's gonna hinder yeah. the creativity because yeah. you may you might play something and then oh okay I hear something else but yeah. I got to do all this and do all that it's gonna kind of like dull the moment and yeah. you may, you may not wanna finish yeah. what you started. Yeah, I'm about to get FL too. That's the only one. I, I'm I'm good on Logic. I'm good on Reason. I'm good on Ableton. I'm good on um. I forget the one. I forget one other. Studio one. Nah, that's not good though. One. Nah, Studio it's, one. It's, good. The, it's it's old. It's the oldest one. Cakewalk. Nah. I forgot the name of shit, y'all. I'm fucking up. <laughs> uh, I'm a blank. Yeah, What's I'm up? drawing a blank here, man. But uh, yeah, so FL is the one I want to conquer next. I ain't never really jumped on it, but I'm a, I'm mm. definitely gonna try it. But now, now I noticed well, you, you put out an uh, album, the Aftermath. Yeah, that's long ago. Q base, Q base, Q base. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. bro. My <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah, I knew it would come yeah. to me. So yeah, after that, it was a dope project. Are you gonna put out any more of your yeah. own stuff? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna start like because. Man, I really get so caught up in producing. Yeah. I was rap too. Like before, I was like really getting into like the production. I was like writing. Yeah. So I'm really gonna get you know more into it, man. Because yeah, I yeah. got a lot of these artists. Like I can get features, videos, you know, all that. So yeah, you know, ain't gonna be nothing to really just pop off on that side. Yeah. And we're talking about you navigating through the industry. Mm-hmm. Do you have a management? Do you manage yourself? No manager. Okay. I never had a manager. Yeah. Never. So you just do it all on your on your own. Yeah, I had well, okay. I had a mentor. He passed away um in January. Rest in peace. Yeah, Mr. Willie Hunter, rest in peace, man. Um I met him um when I was like 18 years old. Yeah. And um um my brother's um partner Jeff, he he was he was talking, you know, he was talking so much about him and um, you know, his knowledge and about the music industry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just had to meet him. <clears throat> and, you know, we ended up meeting. And I had $10 to my name, man. <laughs> I had $10 to my name. I had nobody. Yeah. And um, I was like, look, whatever I got to, you know, do to learn the game, I got, I, you know, I got all I got is $10. He's like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. He said, give it to me. <laughs> and I gave him the money. And, um, you know, he taught me a. He taught me the game, the publishing game, you know, the ins and outs. And <laughs> and $10, bro. Yeah, he took, yeah, it was a principle, yeah, though, right? Yeah, because principle. at the time, I'm like, hey, you going to take my money. You're going to invest in yourself. all the money I got. Yeah, like, it's all the, I said, man, all I got is $10. And he said, hey, he said, give it to me. But, you know, what he was going to teach me was going was worth way more than that. Yeah, yeah, it's priceless. I it was, get it. But know, I love it. That's some OG shit right yeah, there. Yeah, he took, he man, at, like, you know, he's still alive today, man. He take my last, bro. Yeah. You know, cause he had so much, he had so much knowledge to 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 give and you know empower. You know, that's that's what he was all about, uplifting. Yeah. You know, us as a whole. Yeah. You know, and he, I learned so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, business wise, and you know that's why I became so much of a good businessman to this day. Yeah. And didn't really have to have anybody lingering over me. Yeah. You know, no because he man. taught yeah. me. Yeah. He taught me so much. So. Yeah. So, yeah. do you think you will never want management? Yeah, at a at a yeah, at a certain point to where it's like out of my control. Um Yeah, because I like when I see somebody like you, <clears throat> and this is no suggestion, I just think that you know you're so connected, you're so your name is good in circles. It's like, you know, would management help you when as far as like 
speaking on you in places that you might not know you need to be spoke. You know? Yeah. Because that's, that's really, for me, that's what management does. For me, it's just like my goal with them is to just <clears throat> make sure they're working me when I'm not working myself. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. like, it's just like having other, other, you know, other spokespersons somewhere else yeah. doing stuff for you. Because I, I wanted to be to a point where, like, like you said, like, being in those places that you solely can't, yeah, aren't just at that t- at that point in your, you know, right? Because like, because for instance, like you know, it's good that you got those relationships, mm-hmm. but I know cats who have done records with people, and once that person blow up, you know, they don't call you back. They don't. You can't catch yeah. up with them. You don't know what it is, but you know, and so you don't always have that ability to be the person in between you and the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes. I just wonder, you know, and if it works for you, it's fine. I think that, you know, the way you're doing it is obviously working. I mean, you're a great uh, yeah. relationship guy, it seems like. But I just wonder, you know, if if if, if do you see a, like, a, yeah, a, a manager like, in your future? Yeah, because, cause, cause like, really, I want, if it's, if it's going to be a manager, it's got to be a, some somebody that can, that can bring something, that yeah. brings something to me that I can't just do. That's right. You know what I mean? Because, like. Like I said, it's just a blessing to just have all these guys hit me personally. That's like right. Rod Wave, like these guys hit me personally. That's like, right. So, like, if you can, if you, if you, if, if what you want providing or you know willing to help me with, if it's not going to elevate me time ten, like yeah, then it ain't I, worth it. Ain't, I don't see it being a being. Yeah. You know, nah, that's smart, bro. That's real smart. Yes, sir. So, what's next for uh, Will of Fool? Anything Man. you can talk about? Um, man, I can't right now. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. We get it. But now I got. Uh, I'm working on on OMB Peasy's um project right now. Yeah, yeah. We've been locked in. We got we got a few solid records. Um, yeah, he was on your album too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 dope, yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. Um, yeah, he's working on the album right now, man. He's dope. Like, he, so who you watching? Who's next? Who you think <laughs> is next, man? Um, man, I actually got two guys I'm working with right now. Um, my um. I got a guy named Flight. He's from Griffin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's dope. I'm getting a couple of features um, done for him at the moment. Yeah, and we about to go crazy. Um, Flight from Griffin. I've been man. I've been kind of watching like when I think about regions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been watching Detroit real hard. Detroit. Oh yeah, for sure. My niggas in Detroit. Ice Wear Vaso. Mm-hmm. Um, they going crazy. RMC Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Babyface Ray. Yeah. 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 Forty Two Doug. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all going crazy. Yeah, actually, we, uh, me and Chop, we cut a record with Doug and, and Vaughn before he passed. Yeah, but I don't know if what's gonna happen with it. But yeah, yeah. that record was dope, though. Doug gonna put that record out. Yeah, bro. he need to go ahead and do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine, man. Uh, man, thank you for coming on the show, man. Yo, let, like, everybody, let everybody let everybody know where they could uh where they can yeah, find you. Oh, you can follow me on uh you can find me on Instagram, Twitter at Willafool uh W I L L A F O O L. Will a fool? You can find follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I do have a TikTok. I just created TikTok. Yeah. Y'all on TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Ain't on that hard yet? But yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm on there at one at one Will a fool. Yeah. Um, and it is go crazy, man. <laughs> Listen, bro, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. This yeah. was a great interview, man. I wish you much success. Uh, I know you're gonna kill it, man. And you know, we also need to collab sometimes. Oh so, yeah, for you know sure. What I'm saying? Get in here, for and go sure. crazy. 
I think we should go after these Detroit niggas together, man. Yeah, Let's see we what have, Yeah, yeah, we can do it. I'm in favor of That's my hometown, Detroit. So I'm uh, in favor. Yeah. We can do it. What, Vazo, what up, though? Vazo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. Vazo, he need the heat right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, man. Well, shit, bro. We, we'll, we'll revisit this, man, and bring you back on. And, you know, I know it's something, something going to be hot in the next year or two. So oh, yeah. we're going to be in touch. Man, hey, man, I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Free game. Free game. Let's get it. Oh, that was dope, man.